Well, yesterday we talked about how Joe Biden gave the double mural finger to America. And like father, like son, Hunter Biden went to Capitol Hill today and did the exact same thing. Hello, everybody. My name is Pastor Brewster Smith. This is Outspoken. I hope everybody is having a great day so far. And uh, like I said, uh, Hunter Biden, folks, if, if, if today does not prove to you that we have a two-tier justice system in this country, I don't know what else will show you this. Um, it, this is an absolute middle finger. Once again, it's a middle finger to the justice system. It's a middle finger to the Republican Party. It's a middle finger to you. And basically, folks, it is the Democrats doing what they always do, and that's this. We are better than you. We don't have to uh, submit to you. And we can do whatever we want to because we are the Democrat Party. So, for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, um, uh, Hunter Biden was supposed to uh, go to Capitol Hill today. He was subpoenaed uh, by congressional Republicans to go and testify. Uh, he showed up outside the uh, uh, outside of the House. He never even went in. He just went outside, did a fake press conference, and uh, talked about how... Uh, he's always attacked and how people make fun of his addiction and just but basically doing what Democrats do best, which is making themselves the victim. That's what they do. They've always done that. And they think that it works. And I think that the American people, I think we're at a point now where the American people are starting to see through this sham. That's why you see Donald Trump's numbers uh, go extremely up. Anytime something like this happens, his numbers go up because people are starting to see through this charade or this charade, charade, this charade that the Democrat Party always puts off. Now, here's the thing, folks. Anytime that something like this happens, this is when the Republican Party comes out. This is an every week thing. So now the Republican Party came out and said, we're going to hold... Um, Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress, and uh, we're going to put him in jail. We're going we're gonna to hold him accountable. So here, here's what happened today. This is coming from Gateway Pundit. Hunter Biden on Wednesday arrived in D.C. and gave a press conference on Capitol Hill where he revealed he will only answer questions under his own rules despite a congressional subpoena. Let's just stop right there in this article and talk about that. I want you to imagine just for a second... And I'm going to put myself in this spot because guess what, folks? A couple of weeks ago, I was subpoenaed to testify in court. I had to go and give my testimony on uh, on things that I saw happen, right? If I would have said to them, I will only do this my way. I'm not coming to the courthouse. I'm going to do this my way. Folks, you know what would have happened to me? They would have come to my house. They would have arrested me, and I would be in jail right now. Or I would be paying a massive fine that I couldn't afford. But when your last name is Biden, when you have a D on the end of your name to signify that you're a Democrat, you are above everybody. This is where the two-tier justice system comes into play. You are above everybody. You're above the law. Now, the Republicans, they talk a big game and they say, well, nobody's above the law. Well, Republicans have let Democrats do this for years and years and years, way before Obama. Everybody likes to go back to Obama. Folks, this happened way before Obama, way before. We have never held anybody accountable for nothing. 
And what happens when that? What happens when you do something like that? It's sort of like when you're raising a child, and Hunter Biden should know a lot about this since he had a scuzzball as a father. When you let your kid do whatever they want to for 10 years, and then when they turn 11 years old, they do something that you don't like and you try to discipline them for it, they ain't going to take you seriously. You know why? Because you've been letting them get away with it for the past 10 years. Why would, why would you start disciplining me now? That's exactly what's going on on Capitol Hill with the Democrats. Congressional Republicans subpoenaed Hunter Biden for a closed-door deposition related to his influence peddling and family corruption. Hunter Biden on Wednesday said he will only testify at a public hearing. My father was not financially involved in my business, Hunter Biden said in the presser. Hey, I tell you what, Hunter Biden's wanting to do it in a public, uh, let me, what was his word? In a public hearing. I tell you what, let's do it in the public. Let's let everybody see what's going on. How about we bring all of this evidence straight to his face? We have it broadcasted on ABC, NBC, Fox, CNN, Newsmax, OAN, all of them. We have a special prime time. Hey, they did that for January 6th. Every night, they'd come to you and let you see the hearings. Well, let's do it on Hunter Biden. Let's do the same exact thing. You want it in public, we'll do it in public. And absolutely expose the scumbag that he is on national television in front of the whole world to see. If he wants it public, we'll do it public. I'd rather have it public anyway. I never agreed with it being behind closed doors. I say expose him. If you if you know me, if you've ever, I mean, if you followed my ministry just for a little while, you know that I'm big on exposing. Ephesians five eleven have no have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. We have to expose sin, and that means in our own life. We when we mess up, we need to expose ourselves to God and say, "Hey, I messed up, God." Expose it. And it's it's just one of them things. Capitol Hill. It's always been like this. Capitol Hill is just one of them things where a bunch of just a bunch of stuff like this goes down and the American people are never inclined to hearing about it. We never get told about it. It's always swept under the rug. That's why we didn't know. Folks, here's here's the deal. We would not know that any of this was happening if Donald Trump hadn't kicked it off. If you remember back when Donald Trump and Joe Biden was going head-to-head in the 2020 presidential election, Joe, uh, Donald Trump brought this up to Joe, saying, where did you get all of this money from China, Joe? Uh, where did Hunter do this? Why did Hunter... Donald Trump already knew about all of this stuff. And he tried to expose him on national, t- uh, on national TV. But the moderator wouldn't even let him talk. Wouldn't even let him talk. Because he knew that he was going to expose Biden if he kept on talking. Let's go ahead and go down the thing here. Hunter tactically admitted that his father, Joe Biden, was involved in his overseas businesses in other ways. House Oversight Chairman James Comer on Wednesday announced GOP lawmakers will initiate contempt of Congress proceedings after Hunter Biden brazenly defiled a lawful subpoena. Hunter Biden today defiled lawful subpoenas, and we will now initiate contempt of Congress proceedings. Oh, we're going to have we're going to have proceedings. Don't you wish that we would be able to have proceedings if we broke a subpoena, if we broke the law, all of the lawmakers got together and said, "All right. Uh Mr. I, Mr. Bob, 
fatally stabbed 20 people and shot 40 people. So what we need to do is we need to open up a proceeding to see whether or not we need to hold him accountable for these murders. Folks, th this is the most asinine thing I've ever seen in my life. Hunter Biden broke the law, put handcuffs on him, and throw his butt in jail where he belongs. Why is this... This is what I hate about Republicans. Well, we're going to hold another proceeding. We're going to hold another investigation. We're going to hold another trial. Folks, we don't get that luxury. If we break the law, we're going to jail tonight. But when you're a Democrat, you get another proceeding. God forbid the Republicans get together and do a proceeding. We don't want that happening. We, we don't want that happening. It's absolutely asinine. And th this is what's wrong with our justice system. Now, here's my question. Are they doing, uh, uh, um, are they getting together and talking about whether or not they want to go after the J6ers? Well, we need to talk about whether or not we want to go grab, uh, this grandfather over here from his house and throw him in jail for, t uh, for the rest of his life because he walked through the Capitol with an American flag on January 6, 2021. Do, we need to get together and talk about if we want to do this or not. No, they don't do that. They just go and kick in the door and throw them in jail. Once again, that's how conservatives get treated. Give you another example. Today they opened up, uh, we're going to talk about this next. They opened up a Biden impeachment inquiry, okay? Folks, let me tell you how this is going to end. And I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk more about Hunter Biden here in a second, okay? But we're going to go through this impeachment inquiry because this is very important. I want you to understand how hypocritical this is. And we're going and I want you to think back to when Donald Trump was impeached twice. But both times, by the way, over nothing, nothing was he impeached over. I mean, it was just complete made-up fraud. Did they hold an impeachment inquiry to see whether or not they wanted to go after uh, Donald Trump? Did Nancy Pelosi get the Democrats together and say, Hey guys, we need to hold an impeachment inquiry and see whether or not we want to hold Donald Trump accountable for his actions. That never happened. They went straight to impeachment and they got it done. Because, hey, and, and you know, I think I'll rattle a lot of cages when I say this. I think I'll rattle a lot of cages when I say this, but it's, it, it's until somebody proves me wrong, I will continue to say it. The Democrats are more bold, and they've got a bigger set of cojones than what the Republicans have. Period. And until you show me otherwise, I will continue to say that statement. The Republicans are worthless and gutless. They are completely useless. And this right here is, this is just further to prove it. And the Republicans right now are sipping $200 martinis on their deck, thinking they've done something. They're going on Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram and all of these other places talking about how they've opened up an impeachment inquiry. We will hold the Biden regime accountable for everything that they have done. And it starts today. We have opened up an inquiry and we will hold the Biden regime accountable. I don't give a crap about an impeachment inquiry. We know what he's done. We've got the emails. We've got the phone records. We've got the we've got everything that we need to know about what him and his son has done even before he was a vice president. This goes back to when he was in the Senate. Get to impeaching.
Everybody's talking about, well, all 221 uh, congressional Republicans voted to open a formal impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. I don't care. It's just an impeachment inquiry. I don't care. Basically, vote, folks, this is a vote to see if they need to hold a vote on impeachment. That's what this is. Instead of just saying, you know what, we're going to impeach him today. Like Nancy Pelosi did. Nancy Pelosi just said, we're going to impeach him today. And she went and did it. Not only did she do it once, she did it twice. But the Republicans, because they're gutless and cowards and they have no spine to them whatsoever, they can't do that. They have to hold an inquiry. So they can go on Sean Hannity and talk big and bad and talk about how awesome they are and how they're holding people accountable while at the same time not holding nobody accountable. It's an absolute sham, folks. Now, I'm going to talk to you, and, and I want, I'm going to ask you an important question on this show today. Going back to the double standard, the, uh, the two-tier justice system, right? I want you to imagine just for a second that Donald Trump is in office. Let's go back to 2017, 2018, 19, whatever. Let's go back to those years. Let's say Donald Trump is in office. It comes out that Donald Trump and uh, and um, <coughs> Donald Trump Jr. is shaking down foreign leaders and is shaking down all of these other countries to make themselves richer. And the House is Democrat controlled, and the Speaker of the House is Nancy Pelosi. I want you to imagine just for a second that the Democrats send Donald Jr. a congressional subpoena and says, okay, we need you on Capitol Hill on this day, on December, let's say, December 13th, 2020, whatever the year is, we want you to be here at Congress. Let's say 2017, I don't care, 2018, whatever back when Trump was in office, like I said. I'm just showing you the two-tier, and I just need you to hang in there with me just for a minute. Donald Trump Jr. stands outside of Capitol Hill and does a press conference and basically gives everybody a middle finger and says, I will only uh, uh, comply to the subpoena if we do it my way. I want you to imagine just for a second how the Democrats... Like the crazy, just the crazy loon, AOC. Want you to imagine how AOC would react to that news. I want you to imagine how CNN would react to that news. That Donald Trump Jr. just gave everybody a middle finger and said, we're going to do this my way or we ain't going to do it at all. So screw you and your congressional subpoena. Want you to imagine that for a second. Was AOC mad today that Hunter Biden stood outside of the Capitol and did not go in like he was supposed to to testify? No. She said that he that he complied with the subpoena by just standing outside the Capitol building. Listen to this. More point to add on to this and to also address some of the questions that were raised earlier. I think it's important to note here that the committee issued a subpoena and Hunter Biden is here in an attempt to comply with that subpoena. It is the committee that has rejected the terms that they themselves set out 
for compliance with that subpoena that, that is now preventing a public and due process from happening. So when we try and when folks try to raise things that may have happened with other investigations or January 6th, whatever that may be, witnesses that were called and subpoenaed during that time did not even make an attempt to comply with the subpoena. The chairman laid out himself the terms of what compliance looks like. He said compliance with the subpoena means that you can show up either in private or in public, whichever you choose. And when his own option was chosen, he decided to reject it at the last minute. Secondly, it's also important to note that not only is the committee not allowing Hunter Biden to testify publicly, but they have not called a single witness, a single first-hand witness to any of their allegations. They haven't allowed anybody to testify publicly because they do not have a single witness to any of their alleged allegations. They don't. We have asked virtually every single person that has come to testify for this committee, have you seen, witnessed, participated in a room, anything with first-hand testimony of any of what is being alleged? And every single witness that they have called before us has said no. I haven't seen anything, didn't hurt anything, wasn't party to anything. So this is just storytelling at this point. This is a nice story. And to add to the ranking member Raskin's questions, there's not, this is not just a whodunit, it's not just a what is it, but it's also a where's the beef. And they don't have any. So this right now is a waste of our time, and we should go back to legislating for the actual benefit of the American people. And with that, I yield back. Great. Uh, Ms. Dansbury, I... <laughs> we don't have a single witness since <clears throat> that was there. Hey, you idiot. Hunter Biden is the witness. Good Lord. You guys, the, I, you know, I, I said it a couple of days ago and I'm going to say it again. It, it, it is amazing to me how the Democrats are able to wake up in the morning and tie their own shoes and get going for the day. It is amazing to me. I truly don't know how they do it, folks. I truly don't. These people are so dumb. Just dumb. I mean, capital letters, dumb. He's, she stood there and said that it needs to be in public or in private. Hey, once again, this is what happens when you let a failing Muslim bartender... Uh, into the House of Representatives, okay? Th this, is, this, this is the end result. They're idiots. She couldn't even run a bar, so she's going to try to come and run Congress, and it's not working for her. Her state's an absolute mess. She represents New York. And it, go up to New York sometime, folks. It's an absolute travesty what's going on in New York. She's a failure. She couldn't even pour a drink, so I, she couldn't even pour a shot of tequila. So she goes to Congress and tries to run it, and she's ran it in the ground, just like the rest of her Democrat towel-wearing co uh, colleagues up there. Just uh, absolute morons. You know what she says? She said it, that the, uh, the, terms to Cong the, the terms to the subpoena was in private or public. Let me explain this to you. When it says in private or public, let me explain what that means. To somebody who's had to Comply with the subpoena. I'm pretty sure you've never had to comply with one there, AOC. 
In private means, do it the way that it was originally scheduled, which is behind closed doors with the oversight committee to where they can ask him questions. Or we put cameras into the house chamber and we put him right there to where he swears under oath that he's going to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And have every Republican and Democrat drill him on what him and his dad did over the years. That's public. But going before the press conference and not even talking about what you were subpoenaed for, but talking about how you used to be a crackhead and how the Republicans are making fun of you for being a crackhead is not complying with a subpoena. Good gracious. The, folks, this is what happens. This is what this is my this is my point. This is what happens when you play identity politics instead of policy and street smarts. What happened in New York was she ran for representative. Everybody knew she was a Muslim. So automatically, if you don't vote for her, you're anti-Semitic. You hate you hate Muslims. You hate uh whatever the whatever the anti thing is for them. You hate you hate Muslims. We can't let that happen. So all of the liberals flocked to the polls and they voted in this moron just for identity politics. And what has happened since then? She's introduced introduced bills like the New Green Deal, which is or the Green New Deal, which what that would do is eliminate all of the cattle off the face of the earth. You know why? Because cow farts are harmful to the ozone layer. This is what happens when you do identity politics. I preach on this all the time on this podcast. I don't care if you're white, black, Muslim, Hindu. I don't care what you are. I vote on policy and common sense, not because you are one of the letters in the alphabet. That This is the end result, folks. This video right here, this proves to you, or it should, I, I, I truly hope this proves to you, just how big of an idiot that AOC truly is. This right here should prove it to you. Really should. These are the people that are running your country into the ground right now. This is the people. And for all of you people in New York that's going to vote for her again, you deserve everything that comes to you. You really do. Now let's go on down right here. And I'm going to play a little clip from what Hunter Biden said today uh, in his fake press conference. Let's listen to a crackhead Hunter. Let me state as clearly as I can. My father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist. There you go. And that's all I'm going to play of the scumbag, because folks, we already know all of this is an absolute lie. I mean, let's just go down the list. Let's talk about the text message where Hunter Biden was shaking down a foreign leader and he said, I'm sitting here with my father waiting for the call. I'm sitting here waiting beside my father. I'm waiting on that phone call. Y'all remember that? Because I do. Folks, I'm telling you right now, it's not that hard. I'm going to play this for a second. This is when he was uh, questioning the FBI director, Christopher Wray, Matt Gates. Matt Gates was questioning uh, uh, 
Christopher Ray of the FBI, who's he's another corrupt person that should be uh, just absolutely impeached. But you know, we're still holding in an inquiry on her, on Joe Biden. What a joke! Listen to this exchange. To understand what just happened, my call, my Democrat colleague just asked the director of the FBI whether or not they are buying information about our fellow Americans. And the answer is, well, we'll just have to get back to you on that. It sounds really complicated. But I have other questions. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? Uh, I'm not going to get into commenting on that. Well, you, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? I, absolutely not. The FBI well, does not the has no oh, interest in You won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, ev- to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. But let's go from the uncurious to the downright nosy. How many illegal FISA queries have occurred under your leadership of the FBI? Well, there are reports that have come out with different numbers about uh, compliance incidents. More than a million illegal ones? Because that's what the inspector general said. The inspector general said that in the 3.4 million of these queries, more than a million were in error. Do you have any basis to disagree with that, that assessment by the inspector general? I'm not, I'm not sure, actually, that's a, a correct characterization. of So, there you go. And it's just going to get into more about uh, Christopher Ray than it is anything else. I'm going to play another one here. Um, and this is just a straight question. This is FBI cyber chief. Okay, he's standing. He's going before the Judiciary Committee, and he his name is Brian Vorndram. Okay, he's the Assistant Director for Cyber Division of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Mike Gates asks a strict, just straight forward question. He says, "I want to know where Hunter Biden's laptop is." Listen to this. So where is it? The laptop. Sir, I'm not here to talk about the laptop. I'm here to talk about the FBI cyber program. You are the assistant director of FBI cyber. I want to know where Hunter Biden's laptop is. Where is it? Sir, I don't know that answer. That is astonishing to me. Is, has, has FBI cyber assessed whether or not Hunter Biden's laptop could be a point of vulnerability, allowing America's enemies to hurt our country? Sir... The FBI cyber program is based off of what's codified in Title 18 or um, Title 18, Section 1030, a code which talks about computer intrusions, right? Using nefarious intent. Network well, you've talked about passwords here. I mean, Hunter Biden's password on his laptop was Hunter 02. He drops it off at a repair store. I'm holding the receipt from Max Computer Repair, where in December 2019, they turned over this laptop to the FBI, and what now you're telling me right here is that as the assistant director of FBI cyber, you don't know where this is after it was turned over to you three years ago. Yes, sir, that's an accurate statement. How are Americans supposed to trust that you can protect us from the next colonial pipeline if it seems that you can't locate a laptop that was given to you three years ago from the first family, potentially creating vulnerabilities for our country? 
Sir, it's, it's not in the purview of my investigative responsibilities. But, but that is shocking that, that you wouldn't, as the assistant director of cyber, know whether or not there are international business deals, kickbacks, shakedowns that are on this laptop that would make the first family suspect to, to some sort of compromise. Mr. Assistant Director, have you assessed whether or not the first family is compromised as a result of the Hunter Biden laptop? Sir, as a representative of the FBI cyber program, it is not in the realm of my responsibilities to deal with the questions that you're asking me. Has anyone at FBI cyber been asked to make assessments whether or not the laptop creates a point of vulnerability? Sir, we have multiple lines of investigative responsibility in the FBI. They're all available in public source. Well, I would think you'd know this one. I mean, I would think that if the president's son, who does international business deals, referencing the now president with the Chinese, with Ukrainians. I mean, have you assessed whether or not the Hunter Biden laptop gives Russia the ability to harm our country? Sir, again, we can do this back and forth for the next couple of minutes. I don't have any information about the Hunter Biden laptop. So, I mean, that, that, and that's just more reasoning, right, on why we should absolutely defund and dismantle the FBI. Once again, let's let's turn this around and go back to okay, Donald Jr., Donald Trump Jr., or Eric Trump, Ivanka Trump. I don't care anybody with the last name Trump. They have a laptop. It's full of bribery. It's full of treason. It's full of uh, shakedowns. It's full of child porn, which is by the way that's on there. It's full of uh, uh, Donald Jr. doing lines of cocaine and weighing crack and buying hookers. And if, if, if Donald Jr. had a laptop with all of that on it, do you think the FBI would know where it's at? You absolutely. They would be on CNN every night. Hey, CNN, do you want me to open up the laptop and show you what Donald Jr. was doing on November 12th, 2021? I've got it right here. They would take it on CNN and show the whole world. But once again, because the last name is Biden, they don't even know where the laptop is, supposedly. And if you believe that, I've got a bridge in California I can sell you. Folks, this is what happens when you have all of this corruption. And you've got Republicans that won't hold them accountable. It's absolutely... Uh, it's it's just it's asinine. It's really asinine. It's crazy that we have this going on in our country. This is amazing that we have this going on. And at the end of the day, folks, Hunter Biden is as guilty as sin. We've got all of the um. Listen to listen to all of this. When Joe Biden was vice president of the United States, he joined Hunter Biden's dinners with his foreign business associates in person or by speakerphone over 20 times. Devin Archer testified that the value of adding Hunter Biden to Burisma's board was the brand and confirmed that then vice president Joe Biden was the brand and that the 20 phone calls were to sell the brand. Devin Archer admitted that Boisma would have gone out of business if the brand had not been attached to it. Because of the Biden's involvement, people would have been intimidated to to mess with Boisma legally. In December of 2015, Macola's 
Zelensky or whatever, the owner of Buisma, and it, um, placed constant pressure on Hunter Biden to get help from D.C. Regarding the Ukrainian prosecutor, Victor Shokin, Shokin was investigating Buisma for corruption. Remember when Joe Biden said you... Uh, uh, you need to fire him if you want me to send you that money. Well, that's what he was referring to. He was referring to the special prosecutor that was going after Hunter Biden. Joe Biden was dialed into a dinner in Paris with a French energy company and in China with, John, with Jonathan Lee, the CEO of BHR. Then VP Biden also had coffee with Lee in Beijing and even wrote a letter of recommendation for college for Lee's daughter. Archer confirmed Joe Biden was referred to as my guy by Hunter Biden in 2014. I mean, folks, it goes on and on. Then VP Biden attended a business dinner with Hunter and his associates at Cafe Milanio in D.C. Elena Baturina, a Russian oligarch who is the widow of the former mayor of Moscow, was an attendee. Notably, the Biden administration's public sanctions do not contain Bertrina. Of course not. It should also be noted the Burisma founder held 17 audio tapes, 15 with Hunter and two with Joe Biden. He kept as an insurance policy. We've got all of this information, folks. But you know what the Republicans are doing? They're going to hold a vote to see if they need to hold a vote on impeaching him. Useless. Worthless. This is what I'm saying. We've got all of this evidence. We've got bank records. We've got text messages. We've got emails. We've got all of this stuff. But the Republicans can't even get their crap together to do this. But when uh, somebody lies about being a Jew, they're going to kick them out of Congress, and they can do it in one vote. They don't need to hold an inquiry. It's an absolute travesty, folks. This is what happens when you vote in idiots. This is the prime example of what happens when you vote in idiots. And that's what we've got in our Congress. It's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. But hey, we need to hold an inquiry vote. We don't need to hold a we don't need to hold a vote vote. We just need to hold an inquiry vote. That's what we need to do. Absolute travesty. This is our country, folks. You want to know why everything's going down the drain? It's because we've got people like uh, Eric Swalwell. He aided and abandoned a crime after colluding with Hunter Biden's lawyer to defy congressional subpoena. Why ain't we going after Eric Swalwell? First of all, I don't know why Eric Swalwell is even allowed to be in Congress after he slept with the Chinese spy. Look up old Fang Fang. He slept with a Chinese spy, sold this country out to the highest bidder, and what happens? He's still serving in Congress, still making laws that affect me and you every day while he's doing a Chinese spy, selling you and me out and the whole country for that matter. But you know what he does? He helps Hunter Biden to defy a congressional subpoena. Why ain't we holding a vote to kick him out? Go ahead, you've got the votes. Kick him out, Republicans. It's it's absolutely ridiculous what's going on. Eric Swalwell has been accused of aiding and abetting. What do you mean accused? It, he's standing right here next to Hunter the whole time. This is just... It's amazing. Eric Swalwell has been accused of aiding and abetting a crime after colluding with Hunter Biden and his lawyer to defy the congressional subpoena which demands Hunter Biden's testimony on charges related to influence peddling and his business dealings. 
On Wednesday, Hunter Biden, who was scheduled for a closed-door deposition by congressional Republicans, challenged the very foundations of the legal directive. Hunter Biden said he will only testify at a public hearing during a press conference organized by another CCP asset, Representative Eric Swalwell. Eric Swalwell is the one who came up with the idea of let's put Hunter Biden behind these uh, microphones right here outside of the Capitol, not inside. We're going to have him outside. He's going to talk about how he's being uh, uh, victimized and all that. Let's make him the victim. And we're going to tell the whole world, hey, he showed up. He showed up. That's what you do with a subpoena. You show up. I want to know when Eric Swalwell is going to get his. When's his impeachment coming? When's his coming? When's he going to be held accountable? Scuzzbag. All right. According to the letter sent by Representative James Comer and Representative James uh, Jim Jordan, I mean, contrary to the assertions in your letter, there is no choice for Mr. Biden to make. The subpoenas compel him to appear for a deposition on December 13th. If Mr. Biden does not appear for his deposition on December 13th, 2023, the committees will initiate contempt of Congress proceedings. Now, I want to know something. It can be recalled that Steve Bannon, Peter Navarro, were charged and convicted of contempt when they refused to submit to a congressional subpoena for testimony from the politically motivated sham January 6th committee. Steve Bannon and Peter Navarro did not show up for a congressional subpoena. They were charged and convicted. to, And, and uh, folks, they tried to make them spend the rest of their life in prison. Hunter Biden does it, and you know what we're going to do? We're going to hold another hearing. Oh, praise God. Thank you, Lord, for another hearing. That's what we need, another hearing. Once again, folks, today was, let me, and we're going to get off here a little bit early tonight. Today was just another middle finger from the Bidens to America. That's what it was. We don't have to comply to subpoenas. We don't have to abide by the law. We can do whatever we want to because we know the Republicans aren't going to do a dang thing about it. We don't need to hold in a contempt of Congress proceeding. You just need to go and have him arrested. And don't tell me you can't do it because, by gosh, if me or you, one of us simple folk, if we don't comply to a subpoena, we're in jail before the sun comes up. So don't sit here and tell me that, well, we have to go through all of these. No. You sign your name on the dotted line. And I, I mean, I, I've i had a subpoena delivered to me, folks. That's how I know about this. When you have a subpoena delivered, you sign your name on the dotted line saying, I will show up and I will be there on time. And if I'm not, I can face penalty. I can face penalties of uh, whether going to jail or facing a, high, uh, facing a fine. Here's my question. Here's what the here's what everybody should answer. Did how much is Hunter Biden paid? Did did they find him yet? I bet he walked away from DC without even opening his wallet. This right here, folks, is just this is just it was another middle finger. To me, you and the whole country, it was another middle finger. Me and you have to comply to subpoenas when we're delivered one. But if your last name is Biden, you can just, 
It's like me. I can just stand outside the courthouse and say, well, I showed up. Y'all have a great day. That's not what complying to a subpoena is, folks. It's absolutely asinine, and Hunter Biden and Eric Swalwell ought to be held accountable for this. All right, folks, we'll see you tomorrow in the next episode of Outspoken. God bless all of you.